Hello and welcome to BIA's Leading Local Insights podcast, where we examine the trends, technologies and industry activities related to the revenue facets of local media and the interplay between developments in the local and the national arena affecting commercial inventory sales, platform lunches, data, technology and most importantly, advertising opportunities. I'm Leila Chetty, Senior Media Analyst at BIA. And today we're going to cover a topic that we've been covering a lot recently, which is CTV. Today, our guest is Walt Horseman, who is the Senior Vice President and General Manager at Xperi. Walt has a deep background in developing solutions that provide advertisers with targeting and customization solutions for their TV messages. In his role at Xperi, uh, Walt leads the monetization team that is strictly focused on increasing advertising targeting and effectiveness. To do this effectively, they are employing advanced data and unique inventory across all devices and platforms. Xperry has entered the CTV and the streaming space via TiVo. Walt is very involved with this initiative, overseeing the business's strategic product roadmap and managing the overall business group operations. Walt, I look forward to our discussion today and getting your perspectives. Thank you for joining us. And also a welcome to Mitch Oscar, who is BIA Executive Industry Advisor in the advanced television arena, including addressability, programmatic TV, video on demand, and OTT. Okay, let's get started. Hello, Walt. Thanks, Leila. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. Absolutely. Um, okay, let's get started. Uh, well, let's kick off this discussion with a little description of TiVo. So when TiVo was first introduced in 1999, it seemed to be permanently changing how people consume television programming. Um, TiVo experimented with new advertising commercial formats and modified uh, really how the media community measured its linear TV content to include time-shifted viewing. Then TiVo was purchased by Ravi and then merged with Xperi. And then fast forward to today, the TiVo brand is one of the most recognizable brands associated with TV viewership. It continues to offer viewership analytics to brands and media companies and has launched its own CTV platform. So first question for you, can you share with our listeners your take on TiVo's reception in the marketplace? Oh, I think it's been and it's been very positive. Um, since especially since we launched um, our TiVo Stream 4K device. And, and really, this is a continuing evolution of TiVo bringing a best-in-class user experience to the consumption of video content. Um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, we pioneered the DVR, and a really integral part of that uh, DVR experience was also the user experience, where um, we developed unique ways to find content through personalized search recommendations, um, voice activation, for example. And so as the streaming world has developed, we thought it's a natural next step for us to take that best-in-class TiVo user experience and bring it into the streaming world. So uh, a couple of years ago, we launched our Stream 4K device, and with that device brought all of those uh, unique user experience capabilities to the to the device, and we also we also took a, a very strategic point of view, which is to make it a content first 
user experience for the consumer. So rather than having just a sea of apps and requiring the consumer to go into each app to find the content that uh, they're interested in, we integrated the streaming content into a unified user experience with personalized recommendations, voice activation search, to really have that uh, consumer first experience. Um, you know, combined with that, we need we needed to have all this content integrated into the device. And so we launched our TiVo Plus content network, which is a host of best in class fast channels uh, that are integrated into the user experience. And as part of that, we got into the CTV advertising business, uh, namely because as part of those distribution agreements, we now have a share of the inventory uh, that we can then monetize uh, in the market. And uh, the, the next stage of this evolution, uh, which we're really, really excited about, is that we're taking that TiVo user experience to the smart TV uh, world. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we officially announced our partnership with Vestal, uh, who is a leading smart TV manufacturer uh, with brands such as Toshiba and JVC. Uh, so we will be launching the TiVo user experience with a number of those leading brands in Europe next year. Uh, that will also then be part of our CTV advertising initiative. And then ultimately, our, of course, our goal is to bring that same experience to smart TVs in the U.S. So we've been up to a lot lately. That's very interesting and very cool. I mean, to see it progress um, that quick. And so how did the idea for TiVo to get involved into the CTV realm um, get started? Well, we we know that the migration is happening uh, from linear into streaming. Um, we are following the consumption patterns of our um, of our customers, um, of the general trends in the market, and and know that we're in what I think is one of the the most profound changes in the television industry um, in a generation, which is this wholesale migration from traditional uh, linear TV distribution into the world of streaming. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And so how did TV, TiVo, um, you know, stand out out there? Did it have a different value proposition for advertisers? Uh, yes, and it's fundamentally based on our viewership data, as you, as you mentioned at the top of the discussion, prior to our, our getting into the, the CTV advertising space, we have been collecting second by second viewership data uh, across uh, millions of devices uh, for a number of years. In fact, uh, TiVo was one of the early pioneers of advanced audience targeting and measurement on linear television. Um, the, the, the notion of indexing of programming or day parts or networks on linear uh, TV using advanced audience segments beyond traditional uh, demographics was really pioneered by TiVo because it was one of the first entities to uh, collect data uh, on our own devices 
process that data, make it available to the marketplace, and begin the early evolution of advanced targeting on linear television. Um, as we advanced that offering, we started collecting more data, especially as our partnership and merger with Rovi, we had access to more devices uh, to collect um, more viewership data uh, across the country. So uh, we now have this uh, uh, TV viewership data set, which is nationally representative. It's in every DMA. It covers a whole host of different platforms, uh, linear television, I, uh, IPTV, um, over the air, um, as well as multiple multi-channel video provider operators. So we believe that it is the best representative TV data set uh, in the industry uh, because of that diversity of its sources. Um, and so we had already been in market with this data. We've been, we've been licensing it. We provide it to measurement companies. We do targeting across a whole range of of digital, mobile, social, CTV inventory. And so when we when we launched our CTV advertising initiative, it really came together uh, in such a way that that strategically we, we could bring our best in class TV viewership data with CTV inventory and provide unique targeting capabilities, unique measurement capabilities uh, by combining the CTV inventory with this best-in-class TV data set. Okay, very interesting. Thanks for explaining all this amazing progress. Um, also, I had a question. Um, you were part of the first managed service programmatic platform, Audience Express. How is that different from the TV CTV platform? Well, I'll, I'll, let me let me first say how they're similar. Sure. Uh, so they. They're, they both share the DNA of using advanced audience data for targeting. Uh, at Audience Express, we were very early on in taking a whole range of advanced audience sets and automatically integrating them into uh, creating targeted media plans on linear television. Uh, and executing them in a very um, programmatic uh, and automated fashion. Uh, and so that DNA is the same because we're, we're doing the same uh, targeting. In fact, a more sophisticated targeting, of course, in CTV because you can target down to the individual device or individual household uh, in CTV, of course. Um, where they're different is Audience Express uh, in its origin uh, was focused on linear television. And of course, what we're doing with uh, TiVo in our CTV offering is it's, uh, it's, it's CTV first. So uh, different inventory type, but I would say the, the foundational value proposition to the marketer and to the consumer uh, is very similar with the effectiveness of targeting. Okay, okay. So uh, talking about marketers, how do they engage with TiVo CTV platform? Well, we, we have a full direct sales team and we go to uh, directly with agencies and uh, structure direct buys with them. And here's why we, we think that is that, that's our primary go to market uh, initiative. And here's why we think that's important. 
there is a great deal of effort, strategy, uh, and customization uh, with an advertiser when they are using CTV around how to craft the best audience. Uh, so, for example, we will use our TV viewership data to find audiences who consume, for example, reality TV programming um, because the advertiser wants to find that audience on CTV. But then we'll also bring in other attributes and other data sets outside of our TV viewership data, such as uh, household income or presence of children. And so bringing together all these different audience data sets uh, into a holistic audience and then uh, importantly being able to forecast the uh, availability of that audience across the inventory uh, is critically important to ensure that uh, we can uh, deliver the reach and the frequency that the advertiser is interested in. So it's a it's a highly customized, it's a highly collaborative process. Um, and so uh, that's our that's our leading go-to-market strategy. Uh, we also um, do make our inventory available through programmatic channels. So we're integrated uh, through uh, all of the leading uh, sell-side platforms uh, within the programmatic ecosystem as well. Okay, okay, very interesting. I guess it's a big challenge for a lot of the uh, marketers as well. Um, I wanted to know, since a lot of the marketers are adding more and more CTV uh, commercial inventory to their television campaign, what do you think are the key challenges for them? Well, this, this industry is, is growing rapidly, uh, but it's, it's, it's still in its early growth stages. And when an industry like this starts to form, you have a number of different players who have unique ways of providing targeting or the data that they provide, um, the measurement capabilities. And so I think right now, some of the challenges are we've got, we've got different platforms, we've got different network groups. Um, it feels like there's a little bit of a balkanization within the industry right now. Um, some providers uh, are open to sharing data, um, others are not. And so I think what advertisers are, are, are striving for, of course, is as much unique reach as possible. And so they are working with multiple providers in the market and then trying to bring that together to provide a some degree of uniformity in uh, 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 in their audience target, in the data that they're bringing back, in the ability to measure the campaign, and I think that's I think that's challenging because we're just naturally in the early growth stage, uh, and we haven't started to reach that level of of maturity and standardization yet, but we will. Okay, okay, and so how do you help uh, marketers that are a bit hesitant in entering the CTV realm, and then how do you convince them into allocating more of their budget into CTV? Well, we've we've taken this approach 
with advertisers, and I call it an advertiser-centric orientation. It's sort of similar to our Stream 4K device where, we, where we've taken a consumer-centric orientation. So the advertiser-centric orientation means that we are providing a great deal of transparency uh, in our advertising uh, campaigns. Um, when we collaborate with the advertisers, as, as I was talking earlier in terms of uh, creating the custom uh, audience uh, that is going to be most effective for their campaign. Um, we provide um, a whole host of data uh, during the campaign, what channels uh, the advertiser is airing on, uh, time of day, day parts. Um, we have a whole host of different measurement um, or advanced measurement um, offerings that we provide uh, as part of the campaign. And we're very transparent about the methodology uh, and the data around that so that the advertiser feels very confident in knowing where their campaign ran, how it ran, what the performance was, um, and knowing that they can allocate more budget and, and, and feel good about the performance that it's going to deliver. So I think it's very much around the transparency and having an advertiser-centric approach to how we go to market. Okay, I think it's really good that you're transparent because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of gray areas in the uh, in the field itself. So could you give us some examples of insights where you and marketers have garnered from their CTV campaigns? Sure, sure. The we've We've done a number of advanced measurement uh, campaigns with entertainment marketers. And the reason for that is we, TiVo has a, has a long history of working with entertainment marketers, especially for promoting new shows uh, within the, the user experience. So, so naturally, um, our first go-to uh, is to capitalize on our heritage with entertainment marketers. Um, Recently, we worked with CBS to promote uh, one of their new reality shows, and we did a, a full targeting of uh, reality TV viewers uh, who also had a cable subscription because that's important. We were, we were interested in, or CBS was interested in, in reaching viewers on CTV and driving them to tune in of the uh, linear broadcast show. So it's an interesting, it was an interesting campaign because it's really working through the fluidity of audience behavior right now in this world where we've got people with one foot in streaming and one foot in linear, and these are not distinct separate audiences. People are transversing these environments uh, quite effortlessly. And so, so with CBS, uh, we created this audience target. We executed the CTV campaign. Um, through all of our analytics uh, and our TV viewership data set, we're able to then match back those um, households who were exposed on the CTV campaign and then measure their uh, lift, in TV view lift in viewership to the broadcast show and even compare it to the performance of the paid 
TV schedule that CTV uh, that uh, CBS had bought in market um, and to do this rich analysis. Um, the findings were quite interesting. So first we uh, delivered a 25% incremental reach uh, on CTV beyond the CBS uh, own promo inventory and their paid uh, linear TV campaign. Uh, so, so that was very impressive uh, because of course advertisers are using CTV to find those hard to reach TV audiences um, uh, and bring them back into linear. Uh, and then secondly, when we compared the performance in terms of driving tune-in, the CTV audience or the CTV exposed audience uh, delivered better tune-in than the paid uh, TV schedule that CBS had purchased. And so when we shared these results with CBS, it was quite interesting because one, it affirmed that CTV absolutely needs to be part of uh, their promotional strategy, even for linear TV. And then also thinking about budget allocation between when there's incremental dollars, should they go to CTV or should they go to traditional linear television? And it, it, it starts to bring together the planning of linear and CTV strategies into a common framework. Uh, which I think is is incredibly important, and is, we're starting to make progress on that, which is marketers and agencies are continuing to start to think through these strategies holistically, as opposed to, I do my TV over here, and then I do my CTV over here. Um, they have to be integrated, because as I'd said earlier, audiences are fluid. They're moving across these these environments, and so therefore the marketing strategies need to be integrated. Right, of course, and and probably how consumers are using both uh, CTV and linear TV. It's it's almost an extension now rather than just separate entities. Okay, exactly. uh, last question. Well, thank you. Um, how do you see the CTV industry evolving in the next couple of years? Um, I think it's going to be you know it's interesting. I think it's going to be a hybrid between traditional television and digital. I know there's. There's been this debate since I believe CTV and even digital video started, which is, well, is it going to be TV or is it going to be digital? Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's going to be a combination of both. And the reason being is CTV will have the same fundamental economics that linear TV has, which is inventory scarcity, which is different from digital. So we're seeing, we're already seeing that with, um, upfront um, engagement on CTV inventory. And so, you know, for everybody who says, oh, the upfronts are dead. No, they're, it, they're not. Um, CTV will, will transact a lot of inventory through upfronts because we just have scarcity of premium inventory, the same way that we do with uh, linear television. Um, but I think we'll get the best of both worlds with the audience targeting. Um, and of course, that is the holy grail of this advertising product is it's the best of linear television and it's the best of digital because we also get um, all of that rich audience targeting. The um, I do think, as I said earlier in the conversation, we will evolve to some more uniformity. Um, if you look at the history of linear television, 
the reason why it's been one of the most successful, if not the most successful advertising product in the history of media is because it's been standardized, easy to buy. The, the a marketer can very easily determine what is my audience reach? Um, how do I get to scale quickly? Um, transact a significant volume of spend um, throughout uh, television. And that has been um, one of the successes. Of course, it's also been one of the criticisms um, in terms of the simplicity of how we have historically measured linear television. So I think we will get to a degree of uniformity. And what that will bring is an ease of execution um, against campaigns so that advertisers will be able to shift more and more of their spend um, over to this new environment. Thank you. That is also a lot of the trends that we see um, in our data, too. So, well, thank you so much. We've come to the end of our interview. Thank you for joining us today and sharing these valuable insights. We've learned a lot about TiVo today. And on behalf of my colleagues at BIA and our podcast listeners, thank you for your time today and for joining us uh, and sharing so much insights that, you know, we've discovered and uh, looking to learn more about TiVo in the future as well. Mitch, thank you for joining us as well. We appreciate your time. And for our audiences, thank you for listening in. And we look forward to joining us on the next podcast. Thank you. Stay tuned and have a nice day. Thank you.